Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of the Baseball Dad Show. Has your young pitcher ever struggled with consistency? Has he shown flashes of brilliance and then kind of seems like maybe he never threw a ball in his life? Or has he is he go good for a period of time and then bad? Or is he bad and then go good? And it's a question that dads and coaches can struggle with. Do we have pitchers who are brilliant with periods of inconsistency or pitchers who are inconsistent with periods of brilliance. So we're going to tackle that issue on today's edition of the Baseball Dad Show. And before we do that, head on over to BaseballDadShow.com. And over there, we have um, a couple great things for you. Number one, we have our new course, our Baseball Dads course. It's called The Guardian. It's the first course ever created just for Baseball Dads. And this is a six-week deep dive on everything we need to know um, to raise great men who become great husbands, fathers, and leaders of tomorrow as we navigate this new and ever-changing world of baseball. In addition, you can download a scorecard to see if your son is ready and has what it takes to play at the next level. There's also a word-for-word cut-and-paste email dialogue that you can use to ask your son's coach for more playing time without looking like one of those dads. And also, there's a link to our Baseball Dads discussion group on Facebook, which is an awesome group, a couple thousand dads in there, talking about everything from baseball being a baseball dad, being a baseball dad slash coach, and then just being a dad in general. So head on over to baseballdadshow.com and you can link to everything there. So inconsistent performance, it's frustrating. Um, it can be super frustrating um, because oftentimes we're confused at why a pitcher would perform well one day and not perform well another day, especially when the circumstances can be the same, right? If he's you know, not pitching against maybe a weaker team or a better team, or there's weather conditions, you know, and stuff like that, that might be like clearly different in situations. But we see pitchers in in same situations um, can sometimes perform differently. And when a pitcher does put it all together, it's exciting, isn't it? I mean, like as a coach, any player that I coached, it was just exciting when 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 they had a good game or they put some things together. They put together a good period of play because, you know, as coaches we put a lot into it. But the players they put you know they put everything into it, and and it's great when we see that happen. And then it can be, then when that tends to fall apart or we can't create consistency around that, it can become very very frustrating, especially for a pitcher because. Well, let's face it, like if a pitcher is inconsistent, like everybody, you know, everybody gets it, everybody sees it, and and it can wreak havoc on a pitcher mentally. And what we want to do in, in, in this podcast is hopefully point you to some things to look at um, because it's really hard to it's really hard to give concrete solutions when we're talking literally about different age kids, different size kids, different levels of strength, different levels of maturity, different levels of growth, different levels of play, different ages, right? It's very hard to say like do this or do that, but we're going to give you some some things to look at and to point to um as, as we as we uh go through this show. So the first thing that we that we have to tackle is is that we want to address this as early as we possibly can. Because Inconsistent performance without really a reason why or any type of kind of concrete thing you can point to can wreak havoc mentally on a pitcher. And we don't want to lose the pitcher mentally. We don't want it it to turn into um, frustration or confusion, which will lead to all kinds of 
you know, doubt and, um, and just, you know, just overall confidence issues. We never want to get it. We never want to let it get to that. So my suggestion is the first sign of inconsistent performance, we want to jump on that first sign of inconsistent performance. Cause here's a mistake we make. It's a mistake that I made for years as a coach. Um, we hope it just goes away on its own, right? We hope it's just a bad game or it's a bad couple games and he'll get it back and he'll work through it and he'll grind and he'll get it done. And we just kind of hope it will just work itself out on its own. Well, putting the blind, you know, putting a blindfold on is not usually a good response to anything. The other thing is what I hope we would do in this podcast is what are we pretending not to know? And I don't want you to pretend to not to know anything after this. So here's how I would approach an inconsistent performance today. This is, believe me, I messed this up more than you ever will. So um, if I had a pitcher who was going good and then he had a, he had a, a rough game, um, the first thing I would do, I, was, I would look at the game itself. Was it a team of equal caliber, right? You know, is it just that maybe he played a better team or not? So let's assume we check that box off. It's not. Um, was all of our preparation the same? Yep, let's check it. Check that box off. Then I'm going to talk to the pitcher like, hey, like you didn't have like a soccer game before this game, did you? Or you weren't up at like a sleepover last night till 4 o'clock in the morning um, with your friends playing Xbox, right? Like everything was the same. As long as we check those things out and everything kind of does check out, then I'm going to ask like maybe, hey, are there any like nutritional things? Like you didn't go and eat a gallon of ice cream the night before or you didn't, you know, I, I don't know, you didn't slam a Big Mac right before the game or something like 10 minutes before we went out to pitch. If I'm going to look for any of those things that might have affected the pitcher. So is it, it was a sleep issue? Did he have another activity that maybe took some of his energy? Did he, was there any nutritional things? So if all those things are kind of equal, I'm trying to eliminate anything that might be like, okay, let, let, let's not have, let's not slam a Big Mac in the car 15 minutes before you pitch. Okay. So, you know, let's look at some things like that, or let's not have a sleepover till four in the morning. Um, the next time you're, you're, uh, you're going to pitch. So once we eliminate those factors, um, what I'll probably, what I would probably do is, you know, I'd probably let it go again and, and see how the pitcher bounces back. Cause look, some people just have bad games, right? Some people just, it just doesn't all click, right? You could do everything right. And it doesn't all click. Um, we were at the U.S. Open a while back. We were watching a tennis player that clearly did everything. He's at the top of his game, um, a nationally or world-ranked player, top player. And, like, he just didn't have it that day. And and I got to believe that it was just one of those days. He just didn't have it, you know. So so those are okay. So if it does happen again, right, if the, consistent, if the performance um, is inconsistent again, he, here's what I'm doing. I want to get to this early. Here is, there's a few reasons why I want to get it, get to it early. Um, every kid who is having surgery today, as we're recording this podcast, could probably trace it back to an inconsistency in performance. So I treat inconsistency as performance as the first sign of injury. And if we want to prevent Tommy John surgeries and elbow problems and even minor elbow problems like tendonitis, we want to get to them before we have a pitcher that starts start that, that is starting to compensate for maybe what could be an underlying physical issue. So I'm going to make this quick because I've, we've covered this a lot on the podcast. So if a kid's having inconsistent performance, don't send him to his pitching coach. 
pitching coach is going to have a do a bullpen with him. And look, I can get you to throw a strike in a bullpen. I can I can organize the bullpen. I can give you I can get in your head, get you thinking the right things. I can cue you, give you adjusted targets, stuff like that. I can get you to, to feel good in a bullpen. It's doable. Um, you don't want that because that's kind of a placebo. It's putting a Band-Aid on it. You don't want to, to do that. And a pitching coach is information. I'd imagine at this stage of the game, it's not an information problem. So information would be like he just got bad instruction, bad advice, and that's why he's inconsistent. It's probably not an information problem. So here's what I would do. I would take him to a physical therapist or a super high-level strength conditioning coach who can give him a physical assessment, ideally a physical therapist. Does this sound like overkill? No, not to me because this week I will probably talk to two or three dads of kids who have arm injuries that wish they had taken this precautionary measures early. Right? I'll, I'll talk to dads who kids had inconsistent performance. They tried to grind through it, work through it, et cetera, et cetera. It manifested into a bigger thing. Then the kid had confidence issues, and then they tried to push through it physically, and now the kid's injured. So, no, I don't think it's overkill because I know I know the sound of a dad's voice when his son is hurt, and it's ter- and it's awful. So um, what a physical therapist is going to do is pop the hood, see what's going on. As a pitcher, let's say you're a right-handed pitcher, you're going to make more – you're going to make in a lot of left-hand turns. Just like in our car, we make more turns one way than the other. Why we have to rotate our tires? If we don't right, rotate our tires, it throws the car out of balance, and that can set off a chain reaction that can have a bad effect on the car if we don't rectify it. Right. So what we want to make sure is that there's no underlying injury. There's nothing tight or tweaked or weak or jammed up. It's just popping the hood to see what's going on in the structure of the pitcher. Okay. Especially as we get deeper into seasons. And deeper into careers, as pitchers have been pitching for longer in the year and longer in their career, these issues tend to manifest. Um, so pop the hood, make sure nothing is is um, is is off there. So let's say you know, let's say that physical therapist says, nope, there's no restrictions on the pitcher, there's no limit physical limitations, he's good. So now we're going to start to look at what he's doing pitching, pitching wise. And this is again, you still don't want to go to your pitching coach yet. So here's what's happening. If a pitcher is inconsistent in the zone, his release point is off. He cannot find the consistent release point. So the body delivers the arm. The arm delivers the baseball. So if the baseball is delivered in an inconsistent spot, I want to look at the arm is obviously not getting to that release point. The body is delivering the arm. So there's something wrong mechanically with the body delivering the arm that he can't find a consistent release point over and over and over again. Now, we think that the solution to that is like drills. If we just do some drills, he'll find a consistent release point. Maybe, probably not. What I would t- what I would go after the physical therapist, I would probably go to a strength coach um, because the mechanics of pitching are supported by strength and the rep- repetition of the mechanics of pitching are supported by strength plus endurance. So is there an issue where maybe there is something in a physical preparation um, in the in the world of physical preparation that he's just not prepared to do what he has to do. And so that might mean instituting a, um, a strength conditioning program to either build strength to support mechanics or to build the endurance to support the mechanics over time. So if a pitcher is inconsistent because he's fatigued late in the game, that fatigue will carry over into his recovery and preparation for the next game. So just, just for illustration's sake, let's say you have a pitcher who is, is you know, he just goes beyond his limits. Let's say just he gives 
15% more. He takes a little bit more out of the tank, and he's a little tired, and he loses the control of the plate for an inning in his last game. Well, now you dipped into that endurance, right? You dipped into it a little bit. Now as he's going to come up on the recovery, and the next time he pitched, there's going to be that's going to have a ripple effect into his recovery. He's not going to have enough time to recover because you dipped a little bit lower. And if you keep doing that, you keep doing that, and you see the kind of the, the wave keeps going down and down. So, um, and then you get deeper into the season where a pitcher is fatigued because he didn't have the endurance for the long haul. So, I, I, I hope this is coming off as the right way. Let me just break it down one more time. Consistency around the plate and consistency with pitches is brought by a, a consistent release point. The body delivers the arm and the arm delivers the baseball. So the arm is not getting to a consistent release point to deliver consistent pitches, which means that the body is delivering the arm in an inconsistent position. If the body is delivering the arm in an inconsistent position, there could be a few issues. We talked about underlying injuries, tightness, tweakness, whatever. There could be a weakness in the body that is causing the pitcher to not be able to replicate his delivery. That's a strength issue. Then there's an endurance issue, which is causing the pitcher not to not be able to replicate his delivery for longer periods of time or as long as he needs to, right? Um, so there's a, those, are, those are all the things that I would do before I went to a pitching coach. And then after you've kind of exhausted all those things, um, yeah, maybe he does need a little bit of a refresher course. But I'm going to tell you that, I mean, I look at pitchers all week long. And I, I don't even I, I've, I couldn't even tell you how many videos I see in a, in, in a given week or month. Um, and I will tell you that most of the time it is not an instruction information problem. Most of the time, the instruction and information just can't be used because the pitcher doesn't have the physical structure to either do it at all or do it for as long as they need to. So, um, I hope I made sense with this. So let me just, uh, again, if, you're, if, if your pitcher is inconsistent, the first thing is we want to get it early. We don't want to be late to this because if a pitcher gets into a frustrated, straight, frustrated state, it can wreak havoc on him mentally and it can shatter his confidence. And I think inconsistent performance is the first sign of injury. Treat it like it's a real injury. The biggest, uh, you know, issue that we talk about when it comes to injury among like in the guru world is we wish they would take minor injuries more seriously and treat them like they do when they have serious injuries because you wouldn't have those injuries later on. Um, first step, physical therapist, pop the hood, get a physical assessment, make sure there's nothing wrong with the structure of your pitcher, the body of your pitcher. Number two, is there an issue with the, the, the ability to replicate his mechanics with strength? Is there an issue with his ability to rec replicate his mechanics over and over again with endurance? Once you've checked all those boxes, then you can go to the pitching coach. I'll, I will guarantee you, if you take those first three steps, you, your issues will go away. Your issues will go away. Um, I, I can almost guarantee you that. You probably will not need your pitching coach if you take those, if you take those measures we just laid out there. So, Inconsistent performance, um, it certainly can be frustrating, but we can't tackle it. It's almost like um, – how, how does that quote go from 
Like the thinking that got us into this problem is not going to be the thinking that solves the problem, right? And too many times we stay in this in the ecosystem of baseball with our team and our coaches and our instructors when probably the solution is outside of the game and um, in, in the strength and conditioning of physical preparation and healthcare world. Um, and remember this, your young pitcher is never going to be asked to pitch less. He's always going to be asked to pitch more, right? Because as he moves up in levels, seasons get longer, games get longer, right? Now they, they might be playing um, nine innings in some places, in, in, in some areas in high school, in some areas in college, in some tournaments. Um, the intensity of the games will increase. The pressure of the games will increase. So if there's an issue now, you want to get it now. Get it early now so that, you, so that at, when all that stuff increases, um, you'll be prepared for it. Also, too, keep in mind, as your the length of your season increases, the length of games increases, the more you're asked to pitch increases, the more, that all has to be dialed up with your physical preparation. So the physical preparation that you had when you were a, a youth player or maybe even an early high school player is going to be very different as you move up to higher levels of high school. It's going to be really different when you move up to college and, and so on and so forth. So always keep that in mind that you're always going to have to be doing more and, and paying more attention to your physical prep as what is expected of you as a pitcher increases. So that puts us on the runway here for this podcast. Um, head on over to BaseballDadShow.com. All the stuff we mentioned before, you can link to there. And guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, this has been great. Like this season has been awesome so far. And uh, you guys are just awesome. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Love you guys. And uh, if you do have any questions, we'd love to answer them on the mini podcast that we do. Uh, send them to 567pitcher at gmail. It's the numbers 567pitcher at gmail. So 567pitcher at gmail.com and we'll answer your questions. And you, we're not going to mention your name or anything. So you can feel free asking any question that you like. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you back here next week. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I want to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.